I wanted to ask you uh, about the screen passing game and um, how you feel it's come along this year and how effective a tool it is uh, and how important it is to your uh, play calling in complementing, um, you know, longer passing game. Yeah, I think, um, you know, screens are uh, an interesting scheme, um, you know, when you consider them each week. Um, you certainly want to take into consideration, um, you know, the, the style of play uh, that the defense uses in terms of their rush um, and, and their ability to um, feel the screen and play the screen uh, the way they want to. Um, certain teams are better to use them against than others. Uh, there's a lot of different reasons for for trying to use some of those things but um i think we have uh you know we've worked hard on those we've always tried to 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 work hard at that part of our game um here and i think dante's uh does a tremendous job of of working and coaching with uh, the linemen um you know to do the things that we need to do to get out uh, same thing with ivan and in the backs um you know when we have um, you know, an opportunity to do that. There's a lot of little things that go into the back getting out on a screenplay and helping it be successful. And and then certainly the quarterback, you know, there's there's an element of um, deception and um, you try to not give away your intentions as much as you can. So, um, you know, some some weeks are, are better than others to, to use them. Some weeks, um, and not all of them are called, you know, sometimes, you know, they get checked into and and based on specific looks and those types of things. And um, and screenplays have always been, to some degree, a little bit of outhouse or castle because by, by the nature of the design and the call, you're, you're throwing the ball to one player. There's only one option on the play. And, you know, so, uh, you know, you're limited in terms of what you can do if for some reason um, the screen player is covered or doesn't get out or what have you. So, um you know, you certainly got to be selective with how you do them, uh, who you use them against, and, and what you do. And uh, I think we have good screen players, both in terms of the runners and receivers that, that catch those, and then we have good screen linemen. And um, and we're going to continue to work at it to try to get better at that part of our game like we do the rest of it. Can I, uh, real quick on a follow-up to that, is a screen game uh, usually something uh, that is in response to what the defense is showing, or do you ever go to a screen um, no matter what as a part of trying to implement it as part of your offensive game plan, if you follow what I'm saying? Um, can you ask that again? So what, I, what I'm saying, I guess, Josh, is will you ever call a screen no matter what the defense is showing, or is it always in response to the defense? Um, well, I think you, 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 you certainly could, uh, we, we've done that. Um, but at the same time, we, we, look, our, the, I'd say the, 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 the foundation of our offensive system is to try to eliminate bad plays, um, and move the ball forward each time we snap it. So if we have an obvious, uh, bad look or some kind of, uh, you know, structure on the defense that is telling us we're going to have a, you know, very slim chance of having success, then we, we usually try to avoid those as best we can. But 
you know, uh, there's definitely some that you call and some that you have part of a package or what have you, but uh, there's a lot of ways to call. Great. Thanks, Josh. Mm -hmm. Next question will be Evan Lazar, followed by Mike Reese. Hey, Josh. I wanted to ask you about uh, Josh Gordon, actually. And just uh, on Sunday, would you say that his lack of targets early in the game was just a game flow thing, or um, was there maybe more of a game plan specific thing to maybe save some of those uh, until later in the game? Yeah, the um, he's you know Josh is doing doing well, you know, working hard, uh, improving each week in practice. Um, uh, anytime uh, we go into a game, you know the you know there's no predetermined um, uh, you know target uh, on each play. I mean, we have a lot of guys that are out in each pattern. Um, sometimes the coverage takes away certain parts of the play, and the ball goes somewhere else. Um, and sometimes we have multiple people open on a play, but the ball can only go to one of them. Um, so, um, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't worry too much about those types of things as long as we're doing the right things and following, you know, the process that we want to follow in the passing game, which is to, you know, protect the quarterback and, you know, Tommy read the ball, read, read the play out based on the different coverage looks we get and, and then go to the, the right place with it, which he almost every, every time does, um, you know, which is a, is a great strength of ours. So, um, you know, sometimes guys get targeted and there's a flurry of them. Sometimes there's a little bit of a lull. Um, uh, but, you know, you're just trying to make sure that we're moving the ball forward. And, you know, like I said, most of our past game, you know, we have multiple people out in the pattern. And, it, and a lot of it is based on what the defense does. And the other night they chose to play a lot of split safety zone and, take away some things on the outside uh, of the field. It opened up some other things, and, and then they, they changed some of that up and played some other coverages that gave us some other things. So um, that's that's what happens when you play a good defense. And I uh, thought he was very patient, uh, did his job, and, and waited for his opportunities and made the most of them when he got them. Thanks. If I could just follow up real quick. Uh, you mentioned Tom making good decisions seemed like he just kind of gave what the defense was giving him a lot, especially early in that game. Uh, how good is he at just kind of remaining patient and not forcing the ball downfield? He's, he's excellent. Um, you know, he's obviously Tom's, you know, really good in a lot of areas. And um, that's certainly one that, um, you know, that he's always prided himself on and, um, Look in in our league, the, the 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 defenses, the personnel on defense, the coaches on the other side. I mean, they're all you know they're, they're pretty damn good each week, and uh, they have a plan. They want to try to you know they want to try to take certain things away from you based on what they call each 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 play. Um, and the, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is is uh, you know um, not really. Uh, concerning yourself with those things and just trying to force the ball into different places. So uh, we try to be disciplined um, and, and read it out each each time. We have a lot of guys that can make plays in the passing game. And uh, many times we're at our best when we just distribute the ball to the right guy and he does his job and gets open and, and then he does something uh, good with the football. So, um, you know, uh, the other night I thought Tommy did a good job of that. <clears throat> Thanks, Josh. 
Uh, next question is Mike Reese, uh, followed by Ryan Hannibal. Thanks, Stacey. Um, Josh, I, I did want to ask you, now that you have a quarterback with a 1,000 yards career rushing, is this sort of the time you wish both starts to enter your, your line of things? <laughs> yeah, now we got to make sure we don't go backwards. You know, we <laughs> – he finally got his uh he finally got his milestone and now we we just got to make sure we don't have to continue to cross the threshold <laughs> down the road so uh that was kind of cool uh we've been talking about that that's kind of been an inside joke uh in the quarterback room for a while and um you know we've we've realized how close he was uh and amazingly enough as much as he doesn't get heralded as a runner um you know his his production as a runner has been really, really remarkable. Um, not only in, you know, sneaking the ball in short yardage situations or goal line or what have you, but also in terms of being able to step up and make some timely runs. So, um, you know, took a while, but I'm sure he would he would tell you that all of those runs and in each one of those yards was probably pretty, pretty doggone important to the to the series that we were in. Josh, just um, I. The... I was sort of joking on the wishbone thing, obviously, but the, the, the question I had, just a two-parter on two different topics just to keep the call moving. you got the Dolphins coming up, um, so just sort of curious where you see them stressing you guys. And I did want to ask you about Gronkowski and just sort of how you're, you know, what you're seeing from him upon his return the last couple games, um, you know, after he had missed some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the Dolphins um... – this is uh it's a big challenge down there um you know one this is a, a a team that you know plays extremely well at home um we haven't played well down there coached well down there i can speak for myself on that um um and we have a a big challenge to go down there and try to try to change that trend um you know they're a aggressive penetrating front they mix their defensive calls and coverages um, quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of spin the dial. Um, you're going to deal with zone. You're going to deal with pressure. You're going to deal with man coverage. You're going to deal with post safety, split safety, um, secondary blitzers, linebacker pressures. Um, there's a lot to deal with in this scheme. And um, and and the big thing uh, that that really stands out is. You know, they're I think they're third in the league in takeaways, and they're averaging you know over two turnovers a game on defense. And you know, when you do that, you create a lot of extra possessions for your your offense. And and uh, and they got us a couple times in our first game. So um, there's a lot of scheme challenges um, that go along with this group. Um, you know, certainly we have a tremendous amount of respect for Wake. We've played against him a number of times, and he's had a lot of success against us down there. Robert Quinn's playing well. Godchild Spence is probably playing as well as he's played uh, to me that, I, that I've seen. They have fast linebackers. Uh, we didn't see Rashad Jones in the first game. We know what, what a tremendous player he is. Howard's having a Pro Bowl career at, or a Pro, a Pro Bowl year at corner, and, uh, and we didn't see Fitzpatrick at corner in the first game. So there's a lot of changes um, relative to the personnel. Um, that we that, that we see now that we didn't see in the first game uh, against them, uh, and certainly it's a tremendous tremendous challenge to go down there and play them in Miami, where you know, they're five and one this year and have historically been very difficult 
uh, to deal with down there in, in South Florida. Um, relative to Gronk, um, you know, he, uh, it's great to have him back out there. I mean, certainly, you know, coming back and, and working back into it, he's practicing hard. And, um, I just, you know, he, he, he has a great attitude and approach. Um, you know, he's, he's unselfish, uh, you know, and, and does whatever, you know, ran block uh, pretty well the other night and, and do, does some things, uh, so that don't necessarily get noticed or, or, uh, you know, don't show up on the stat sheet, but, um, helps us uh, do a lot of different things and also takes a tremendous amount of coverage, you know, and, and, uh, sometimes they put a lot of attention to him and the ball goes somewhere else. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what we talked about earlier about the quarterback reading the coverage out and trying to, you know, go with, you know, to, to the right spot, each, each coverage, each play and give ourselves a chance to just have some success each time we go back and throw it. So, um, I think he's, he's, uh, you know, he's in a good place, continue to work hard. And, uh, you know, he's always patient and unselfish and he's a great teammate. And, um, you know, we're, we're better, we're better when he's on the field. Looks like uh, two final questions would be Ryan Hannibal followed by Mike Giardi. Hey Josh, just a, a quick question back to Sunday. When you have a game where you have nine different players catch passes and then seven players run the ball, is that sort of the, the ideal you know game plan from a play calling standpoint? Is that what you're looking for? And then how much better does it make the offense when so many different players are touching the ball? I think that speaks more to uh, the players um, executing and and doing their jobs um, well, and 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 then our you know our quarterback and our line you know uh, one distributing the ball and two giving you know those guys an opportunity to run with it uh, than it does some type of a specific design or um, or hope that I had going into the game plan. I mean, sometimes that that those numbers will be dramatically impacted by what the defense chooses to take away and how they choose to play. Um, so um, I just think it speaks to the, to the, um, the depth that, that we have in terms of some of our skill positions and the guys that go in there and they're doing their job and try to do it as well as they can every play. And um, when the ball comes to them, they try to make the most of their opportunities, which is, um, and it's a great feeling offensively when there's a lot of people contributing to the overall success of the unit, um, which is, you know, it certainly can make you more difficult to defend. But, um, you know, if, if some team forced the ball somewhere else and somebody ended up with 12 or 13 targets, then that's one thing. If, um, if the ball gets spread around like that, it, it usually is a good thing also. So, um, you know, I just I think it says a lot about our guys and how hard they work and how patient they are and they're ready for their opportunities when they get them and make the most of them and, and celebrate their teammates success when, when the ball is going somewhere else. And the last question will be Mike Giardi. Josh, it's, it's that time of year again. Um, you know, there are some vacancies already in the national football league and your name has been brought up. I'm just curious your thoughts on, on, your future and, but more importantly in, in the now, how do you balance um, doing your job, but also um, keeping an eye on the future? I don't really worry about the future and, and, and honestly, each, each week is a tremendous challenge and, you know, 
we we try to stay in the moment and focus on the task at hand, which this week is is obviously considerable, uh, considering that we haven't had a lot of success down there. And you know, and and uh, you know, this is a big challenge for us. Uh, I didn't I didn't do uh, I didn't do you know nearly well enough in my role and my job last year when we went down there to Miami. So um, there's a lot for us to to look at and a, a great defense for us to go down there and face where they play extremely well at home and all the other stuff is, is just, you know, it is what it is. And don't, don't really pay too much attention to it. Um, you know, love what we do here and in, in terms of working hard to try to come up with the best plan for our players each week. And that's where my focus is going to remain. Gosh, just quickly, but your, your, your future goal hasn't changed though. You still want to uh, be a head coach again someday. If that's in the cards for me, then that's great. Uh, I've said that before, and uh, but again, I'm not worried about that right now. Thank you, Josh. Thank you.